Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, has the Lord ever given you an instruction or a suggestion and your flesh just did not want to do it? Well, I'm sure you have if you walked with the Lord any length of time. Let me give you an example of this. Years ago, I remember uh, I was getting ready for work and the Lord instructed me. He said, listen, I don't want you to eat breakfast, nor do I want you to uh, bring any lunch money. I want you to trust me. And you all know, I would love to tell you that I trusted God. Y'all know what? I'll be honest with you. I ate breakfast and I took lunch money. But when I arrived at, at the job, they announced that they were feeding all the employees. You know, I, I remember thinking about it. And I felt bad because I disobeyed God. And, but, you know, God was still gracious towards me. He didn't just put me aside. No, he worked with me because he's a God of grace. But the point is this. I learned one. I heard the voice of God correctly. Well, I would love to tell you all that I did it the next time, but I simply I did not. But eventually I did. And, you know, it's nothing like there's nothing like when you obey God. And God comes through for you, just like he said, when that happens, it's it's exhilarating. You, you know, you get hyped, you know, OK, man, God came through for me. Well, you all know what? I, there was a season where God did that every now and then. And every time that God told me, don't eat breakfast, don't worry about lunch. I'm going to provide for you. Now, I didn't know how he was going to do it. You know, sometimes it was a job that provided lunch. Sometimes it was someone who would take me out to eat. Sometimes it would be it'd be a number of different things. But you know what? I was learning how to trust God. Now, let's look at it. There are some other things I was learning. One, I was learning how to hear the voice of God and obey his voice regardless of my flesh, what my flesh was saying. See, my flesh was screaming at me. My flesh was telling me, boy, you better go eat you some now. You don't know. Listen, what, what's that saying? Uh, a bird in the hand is better than two in a bush. No, no, my flesh was screaming at me. No, eat now. Eat now. But God was challenging me. Trust me. I will provide for you. But you know what? Once again, it was also an introduction for me to look at, OK, God, you want to be a part of my job, of my performance, my job performance. And so I began to ask God in faith, God, I need you to help me with this. I need you to help me with that. You know, I learned some things I learned as I began to begin to acknowledge God in all my ways regarding the job market. He would always direct my path. In fact. You know, he it would be like spurts of information. He would give me some information and I would learn how he would do those things. I would learn principles as it directly related to my job, how to uh, operate more efficiently, perhaps more faster, perhaps with better quality. You know what? Sometimes it was, you know, what, how to deal with difficult people. Can I share something with you? Whatever job that has been assigned to you. Wherever you work, God wants to be involved there. He wants to be involved at that place. He wants to tell you what and how to do, but you have to invite him in. And when you invite him in, you have to believe and expect that you're going to hear an answer from him. 
You know, when we do this, there comes a period of time after we consistently inquire, acknowledging him. He will once again, as the scripture says, direct our path. He'll tell us what to do, how to do things. And you know what? But we have to be careful. Listen, we'll learn those principles. But, you know, it's such a great temptation to just take those principles after some time and say, OK, I know how God do. OK, when this situation comes, uh, God taught me to do this, do that. And you know what? The problem is nine times out of 10, you may be right. God told you what to do and how to do. But you know what? You have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. See, you learn the principles of God. You know, it's great to be a man of principle, but the Lord want us to be led by the spirit of God. The word of God says those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Listen, even when you think, you know, the answer, ask God about the situation, because you know what? Sometimes he may surprise you. I reminded of David. Do you remember David? The word of God says that he inquired of the Lord and asked the Lord, shall I pursue? And God says, go ahead and pursue. But there was one time when David asked the Lord, shall I pursue? Shall I pursue my enemies? And God told David, no, I want you to go around by the mulberry trees and wait there. After you hear the wind blowing on the tops of the mulberry uh, trees, it's going to sound like people marching. It's going to sound like men marching. That will be a sign for you to let you know that I, the Lord God, has gone before you to fight the Philistines for you. You know, sometimes God wants to fight that battle all by himself, but you must inquire of the Lord Every time be very careful of the trap of being a man of principle. In other words, you learn the principles of God, but you're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit to inquire of the Lord in every situation. Yes, God taught you those principles. Yes, you are a man of principle. Yes, you're using those principles based on on God's word or what God has shown you. But God still wants you to inquire every time because there may be. Sometimes when he wants you to handle the situation differently, that God always knows where the enemy is. God always knows where the traps are. God always knows the mindset of the people who you're dealing with. Sometimes he'll have you go a different way. But that comes when we are sensitive to God. Now, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and we'll go to verse 12. Again, that's Deuteronomy 28 and 12. It says the Lord, I'm reading out the NIV version. The Lord will open up the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty to send rain. Now, let, let's stop here. The word of God says the Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty. Another translation says the rich treasury in heaven. And send rain. Now let's stop here for a moment. Understand that Israel was mostly an agrarian society. So when the Lord says that I'm going to open up my storehouse, the treasuries of heaven and send rain. What is he saying? I'm going to cause heaven to give you something that you're going to need. Something that you're going to need to function, to operate, that's going to bless you bountifully. See, most of the people under the sound of my voice, they're not farmers. So we take this scripture and apply it to our own place of work, whatever that occupation is. The Lord will open up 
his storehouses, his rich treasuries of heaven, his bountiful treasuries in heaven to send rain. Rain represents those ideas, those suggestions from heaven. He wants to once again get involved with your place of work. He wants to bless you with ideas and once again suggestions, but they're going to become from heaven. They're going to come from heaven. God wants to tell you, you know, God, listen, you know, God knows your job inside now. Once again, he can tell you how to operate more efficiently, faster, better quality. He's going to tell you how to deal with people. But these ideas come from God. They come from God. So once again, these ideas, they come from heaven. They come from God. The word of God says, once again, I'm going to open up the storehouse of his bounty to send rain. Let's look at the English Standard Version. It says the Lord will open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season. Now, let's stop here for a moment. If you notice, it rains here in America. It rains throughout every season. In other words, God will give you fresh revelation. You know, sometimes, you know, oftentimes it go, comes in bits and spurts, if you will. You know, sometimes you know, in a natural, it can rain for a week. You may have a week of nothing but revelation. And then you may have a dry week. Well, what should you do? You should take the revelation that you received and apply it even in those dry seasons. But this thing about it, you always acknowledge God. But if you continue to do this, you know what? You're going to be good at what you do. After a season of obeying God on those principles and, and, and inquiring of the Lord, you will become good. Why? Because you've learned his ways. You've learned his principles. But eventually, if you continue on that path, you're on the level of being good, if you will. If you continue once again on that path, you will become exceptional. When you become exceptional, the exceptional Christian is the person who once again acknowledges God in all of their ways. Even if nine times before God said, do the same thing when you approach that situation. But it's that one out of 10 times that God will tell you once again to do something completely different. No, I don't want you to pursue. I want you to march, go around the mulberry bush, the mulberry trees, and go there and wait for my sound to fight before you. God is going to tell you and show you something new. Because see, God knows all. God knows if someone is having a bad day. He knows all. But he wants to be intimately involved in your job. He wants to use you. Those who can consistently acknowledge God and obey his voice, they will go from, from being good to being exceptional. When you are exceptional, you become valuable. The word of God says it this way. Going back to the English Standard Version, it says the Lord will open up to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and bless the works of your hand. Let me tell you something. There will come a time where you have a season of rain. 
You know, here in America, typically is it's recognized that springtime is the most rainiest uh, uh, season, if you will. But there are some other parts of the world where there's just a rainy season where it just rains from days and days. Listen, you will live a lifestyle of perpetual rain. What do you mean? You will live a lifestyle if you acknowledge God in all your ways and with a heart, with intent to obey. Eventually, once again, you will walk with the revelation of God. It will be consistent. It will make you exceptional. It will make you exceptional. You will have a, there'll be a season in your life where the rain, you'll have a rainy season. Eventually you'll get there. It won't be spurts. Uh, it won't rain for a week and then you have a dry season. No, no, it'll be rain continues. You will walk in that season where you have constant revelation from God. Look like everything you touch will turn to gold. The word of God says, you will bless the works of your hand. But once again, it won't be every now and then. It will be on a consistent basis. This comes some after some time of walking the level being good. Walking the principles of God, but yet and still asking God every day, every time what to do. That is the person who will be exceptional. Because eventually they will go once again from being good to the exception. They will be exceptional. Why? Because they acknowledge God in all their ways. God has blessed the works of their hands and they're in a, their rainy season, their season of revelation, where it's like God gives them answers on the spot on a continuous basis. That comes after some time and trusting God. Remember what I said in the beginning when I talked about how God asked me to, hey, don't eat breakfast. Don't eat lunch. I'm going to provide for you. It started there. It starts right there where you are. Now, this may take years, but listen, if you can follow God, you will walk in your season, your rainy season of revelation. God will make you exceptional and you will be able to live the abundant life. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.